0: Hello and welcome to the S Word Live! My name is Renee Rebar and I'm a sales strategist, speaker, and author of the upcoming book Sell Like a Mother. And my goal is to help you feel great about selling so that you don't feel like you're going to hurt somebody (laughs) or that you want to go cry in the corner. I didn't know if I was going to be able to go live today. I just got off of two amazing trainings that I did inside of other amazing people's private groups. Hello, Pamela. Say hello as you join. I am in sunny Detroit, amazingly, today. We've got sun. That could change any second if you've lived here or in the Midwest. And my goal is to help you guys get through the sales process, just like I have been before, for the last 20 years. Years, I have sold millions of dollars in products and services and trained thousands of people how to sell for the first time and consistently and so (laughs) I like to have fun when I sell and that's why I like to do the s-word but today I want to talk about the lies that we were told about handling objections when we're selling and you know I specialize in teaching women how to sell to other women It's so different. We're just wired differently when it comes to how we receive and process information. So when it comes to us and women, it doesn't mean men are bad. It just doesn't work for us. And so for years and years, I always said like the girls' office, like the sales team, the girls' sales team. But you know what? We always kicked ass. So it's because we were able to connect with our customers and our clients in a way that other people couldn't. We were able to retain those relationships. So it wasn't just only about acquiring the new customer, but about retaining that relationship and continuing that relationship for years and years so that they never got that sour taste in their mouth when it came to us. But I tell you, we still hit our numbers every single month. (laughs) So how can that happen to you? Have you ever heard the objection, it's too expensive? Have you ever heard that objection? It's too expensive. Yeah, I have this. (laughs) You guys see, this is like from Five Below. (laughs) It's too expensive, or I don't have enough time for that, or this is some of the objections that I hear. Or you know, I just don't think now is the right time. Or you know, you know, again, it's about the money or the time, or I have to think about it, or I have to sleep on it, or I have to talk to my partner. I just want to assure you that those same objections were the same in 1932 and 1822 and BC. I mean, like, go back in time. As long as there were humans, those were objections that we gave. Hey, Diane, how are you? Say hello as you join, whether you're live or on the replay. I am sharing how to handle these objections because we were told lies. When it comes to how to handle these objections... I want to get this out in the open. I don't want any of you feeding into the lies that we've been told in my past sales training. When I was brand new in the sales industry, I was told you need to stand there until they say yes. You become so annoying until they feel compelled, guilty, ashamed into saying yes. <clears throat> okay, so I did that. It A, felt crappy. It felt horrible. And then B, what would happen? Customer attrition. Customer attrition. So in the world of this means they want refunds. <laughs> they don't want to work with you anymore. And even if that doesn't happen, if they buy from you because you stood there until you were so annoying or, and then they don't want their money back, even if those two things don't happen. So on a, an ROI basis, the business, the bigger company like, looks good to me. Um, they, the next time they see that company or me, they're going to be like, <laughs> I'm out of here. Right. So that's a huge lie that we were told. Do not stand there or badger someone until they say yes. Give them some space. They're adults, (laughs) they're human, they have a brain, so do you, respect that, and give them some space. Right on, so I wanna tell you this. Here's the second lie, is that you have unlimited territory. Have you guys ever heard of that before? The internet is so big, you couldn't possibly talk to anyone and everyone have you guys ever heard that before tell me if you have (laughs) you gotta hear this hold on (laughs) whatever (laughs) okay this is from five below and i freaking love it because they, they won't let me facebook won't let me play music so if you're watching this and you've ever heard objections before, like, I have to think about it, it's too much money, uh, can I come back later, can you come back later? If you've ever heard those objections, I want you to tell me yes in the comments. Like, yeah, I've heard those. Or maybe you can tell me what some of the objections that you've had uh, that maybe I haven't mentioned. But there are these these lies that we've been told are universal on how to handle them. So <clears throat> we've already talked about number one. Number two is you have unlimited territory. You don't, you do not have unlimited territory or unlimited resources or unlimited time. You, you do not. And if you're an entrepreneur and you are working on a commission basis, which if you're an entrepreneur, unless you get some trust fund, I mean, good for you, but unless you do, (laughs) you're working on commission, which means you only make money when you sell something right? And then if you're an entrepreneur who's in the service industry or you're making your own products like Pamela for example, once you sell that, you have to do the work, right? So if you can't be selling all the time, so how do you balance it, right? And so you don't have unlimited time, you don't have unlimited resources and you do not have unlimited territory. And this is why I preach until I am blue in the face and those of you who are listening that know me and have worked with me know this Set a timer, keep your territory small. So, when I was in the field and originally back in the 90s, uh, you know, we had a very we had like a map, we were like given a map that was like a photocopy. <laughs> we'd be like, Here's your territory, and we're like, Okay, you're gonna work that territory and work it until we are best friends with everybody, like my the best training that I ever got. The best mentality is work it like a beat cop. You know, like you want to be like the friend of the neighborhood. You want to be the good guy. You want to be the helping hand. You want to be the trusted advisor, right? Those are words we hear a lot today. But like, you want to be like the neighborhood good guy. You want to be like the person who comes and like helps you, even if that's not totally your job, right? Okay. So Diane says, I have definitely wasted time online, right? Because we think if I just keep connecting, connecting, I would just keep, 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 keep. No. <laughs> Step back. This is the same way to handle the first one. Step back, relax, and focus in. Like make it smaller. And when you when when you go online, when you're in if you were in your town, you would be like it would be physically in your face. You would know that there is a finite amount of people. Well, <clears throat> when you go online, it can feel like tricky like oh, it's everybody. It's 8 billion people. A whole planet. No, because A, your ideal client is not everybody. <laughs> right? And I've had other people tell me, well, it's anybody who wants to buy my services and products. I mean, okay, yeah, sure. But like, you gotta zero in. Cause you know, universally, if you talk to everybody, you talk to nobody. So you do not have unlimited time. You do not have unlimited energy and you do not have unlimited resources and your territory is not unlimited even on planet internet, because the more I work online and I'm, I've, I've been in business. I've had my own company since 1996, but I'm new online. And the more I work online, I go to these conferences and I see people and I meet people. It's freaking small. <laughs> it's like, it's very small. Everybody knows everybody else. So you better be nice. Okay. Because they're going to see you again. They're going to hear your voice again. They're going to hear your name again. And what is the reaction that they're going to have? Right? Hey, Lucy, how are you? Say hello. <laughs> So Diane says, I spent a lot of time online and I got nowhere. So just, I'm not, the, uh, the internet is awesome. Like I want to say a moment of silence. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Planet Internet, for making it possible for me to have this business where I can work and, and really not have to leave my house if I didn't want to, um, <clears throat> because I can still connect with people, right? Thank you. Thank you, Planet Internet. That was not possible before. However, I want you to be cognizant of the fact that this is not unlimited, You are going to come across these people again when you talk to people and you and you are in a sales conversation with them and they give you an objection. I want you to be cognizant of the fact that you will see them again. So don't push them. Don't be pushy. Right. So how do you not be pushy and still get the sale and not undercharge? Great question. I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Is to be kind, clear and direct. (laughs) Lucy was at the conference I was at this weekend and so she heard me talk about this in my speech. Uh, to the group, and I, I hope that it came through. It's it, I'm a mom, right? So I have a seven year old boy who is amazing, of course. I think so. And but I I can't be like, so like, do you want to like get dressed first, or do you want to brush your teeth first, or if I give him those kind of options, he's like, oh, he just doesn't do anything, right? So. I can't leave it up to him. He doesn't know what he wants. I know what I want. We got to get going. Get, get, we got to get out the door to go to school. So <clears throat> I'm like, okay, it's time to put your pants on. <laughs> right? The things we say as moms, right? <laughs> you never thought you'd say, did you wipe your butt? <laughs> so what I'm saying is it's a clear, kind, direct question. <laughs> and that's how you move around the fact that they're they're not sure you're there. You have to find out why. So, you ask that direct question What is the, you know, is it the time? Is it the money? Um, what haven't I explained? And then agree with them. Say, Absolutely, I agree with what you're saying. This is a big time or money commitment. It's a big deal for me, too. <clears throat> and anybody who's at this point where you're at, talking to the customer, this is a place to take some serious consideration. And so, Up until this point I want to make sure that I have put myself in the position to be their trusted advisor and that one sales call isn't my only goal and the one sales call isn't like it's now or never but that one sales call can be the tipping point it can be the tipping point for how that person responds to you in the future even if they don't buy from you that day if you continue to nurture the relationship If you continue to be that kind, direct, clear, trusted advisor, you will handle their objections. Because when people say the same thing that they've been saying since the age of humanity, it's it's not about your product. (laughs) It's not about your service. It's about the fact that they probably don't understand what they need yet. And it's up to you as the provider, the service provider, the manufacturer, the product developer, the seller, you're in the seller's seat, to be able to show them, By asking them the right questions and so what questions can you ask So if they come back with the pushback your your thoughts are I must not have I must not have the full picture so let me ask some more questions maybe that's in the the terms of another call maybe that's extending this call make sense so these are the lies we were told we were told you have to stand there and be annoying we were told you have to force people we were told you have to tell them it's now or never we were told you know if you don't do it now we're not gonna be able to come back ever What you can say is, I don't have unlimited time or energy and what I'm offering you right now at this price is available through the end of today. If that's not possible right now, I'm sure there'll be times again that we'll find other things, but this offer at this price with these parameters is available until the end of today, you know? And so you're just clear, you're clear and you're confident and you're on point and you're not forceful or pushy or demeaning cool. So we have been told a boatload of lies when it comes to handling objections. I hope by listening to this today that you have the the confidence and the the, the gumption to be like, you know what? I'm going to go out and have some genuine conversations and I'm going to help people and you know what? I'm going to serve them and it's going to be great. (laughs) I hope you enjoyed this episode of The S Word Live. I'll be back next week, but I'll be in Orlando next week because I'm going to funnel hackers live. Watch out world, automation, here I come.